0: And welcome to another edition of Learning Lovecraft I'm your host Jason McKittrick And with me as always The traveler of the Eldritch Path Mr. Kenneth James Welcome back gang Welcome back indeed And tonight we're going to be covering The Temple By uh, H.P. Lovecraft If they hadn't figured that out already Yeah (laughs) So uh, Ken, uh, the Germans, huh? Boy oh boy, I'll tell you what Yeah it's, uh, it's a doozy for uh, for this one, uh, even though I'm sure anyone who's listening has already read. But uh, before we dig into tonight's story, we have another Transmissions from the Void. All right, folks. Uh, so our pal Brian Moore, who we mentioned on uh, two previous episodes, uh, his Kickstarter, uh, they met their goal. And they Ow! will be bringing us. Yeah. Congratulations, guys. Uh, who's in the bag? We knew what was going to happen. Yeah. Uh, they will be bringing us their adaptation of Pikmin's model sometime, according to the Kickstarter, sometime in 2024. Uh, but we're not going to hold it to that because we know how these independent ventures go and movies yep. are difficult, but yep. it'll come out and I think it's going to be great. And uh, I'm also very excited to see, uh, like I mentioned earlier, Paul Komoda's work in the film, because he's an amazing artist, one of my favorite sculptors, and he's doing some of the creature effects. So I'm like, uh,
1: yes. Yeah.
2: I have no clue about any of this,
0: but it doesn't stop me from being excited. Okay. Yes, it's uh, we're, we're getting to that story. <laughs> Maybe that's what we should have. Uh, we should have Brian on when we cover Pikmin's model. I'd love to. Yeah. So there it is. So uh, congratulations, guys, and uh, very Congrats. much looking forward to the film. Hi, buddy. The temple. Yes, sir. Um, I'm gonna say it right here. Uh, this, since we since I'm rereading stories again, this this might be one of my uh, this might be my my favorite to have reread. Like I hadn't read this in a long time, and I was like, wow, I forgot how good this was. Like this yeah. this reads like a like almost like a film script.
2: Right. Yeah. Like when when we were uh, our preamble before getting into it when we when I first finished reading it, and I was mm-hmm. just like I was like very visual, very um. I like it dialed me in it, it had me you know i was seeing everything mm-hmm. so i'm guessing all the lord dunsany stuff paid off <laughs> you know <laughs> at this point and i was like uh yeah i was like all right and i was locked in and not in the way of like um like, like what's gonna happen i was more like oh you know like yeah. when you're uh, yeah it's less of horror more spy novel almost because you're
0: like you know where did-, did this go yeah it's got a hard-boiled quality to it
2: mm-hmm
0: for sure, and um, you know they don't. They, he doesn't. Uh, Lovecraft doesn't waste much time getting into it um, from the top. Uh, just uh, it was written uh, in 1920 on the occasion of Lovecraft's 30th birthday, and was later published in 1925 in an issue of Weird Tales, which uh, amazing. <laughs> yeah. So uh, before the story starts, we get a little nota- little notation, and um, it says uh, manuscript found on the coast of the Yucatan. So obviously, this means the Yucatan Peninsula, which is this, you know, this.
3: It's a peninsula. Foundation.
0: It is a <laughs> peninsula, and it's uh, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it's got three Mexican states plus portions of Belize and Guatemala, and um, you know, he hits us right off with a ge- geographical feature, which actually pays off if you um, if you research. So I'll get to this in a little bit. Yeah, but um, so we get this opening quote
1: on August twenty, nineteen seventeen. I, Carl Heinrich Graffonel, Ehrenstein lieutenant commander in the Imperial German Navy and in charge of the submarine U-29 deposit this bottle and record in the Atlantic Ocean at a point to me unknown but probably about latitude 20 deg WU longitude 35 deg where my ship lies disabled on the ocean floor. I do so because of my desire to set certain unusual facts before the public. A thing I shall not in all probability survive to accomplish in person since the circumstances surrounding me are as menacing as they are extraordinary, and involve not only the hopeless crippling of the U twenty nine, but the impairment of my Iron German will in a manner most disastrous.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, he uh, he paints the picture of the kind of character he is. Like I knew what I was looking at in my mind's eye this whole time. You know, right. I I saw everything. He does a great painting, and yeah, right now at this point of the story, I was like. Alright. Chiseled face like
0: Yeah, he's uh, he's a no nonsense kinda of dude. And yeah. uh, even back then the Germans were a problem. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's World War yeah. yeah. One. Yeah. What was it? Um them uh, torpedo torpedoing the Lusitanias, which well at least kinda of started World War One, so it's uh, you know, these guys in their U boats, yeah. bad news. Bad news. So he gives us these uh, latitude and longitudes, so you know saucy I went sauntered over to uh, Google Earth just to see where it was and the position is actually kind of interesting it'll pay off later I'll bring it up but uh, it's it's right smack dab in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean uh, it's like between Bermuda and the Azores uh, the islands is called the Azores <laughs> um, so if you're looking where that is and then where they say they found the bottle this thing drifted very far yeah and it also has some fun stuff that comes up later I'll leave <laughs> it in the, in the conclusion um, so after we get that opening paragraph, we get this uh, uh, this fun opening paragraph. We get it, exactly like you said. We get an idea about what this dude is about, right? So on the afternoon of June 18th, um, you know, he gets a report by wireless um, that uh, they had just torpedoed this, this British freighter, right? And um, they let the crew come out, you know, all these wartime rules. They let the crew go in their boats, and then they take a, a, a video, right? A video. Uh, I guess, yeah. Yeah. Movie, <laughs> yeah cranking, you know. Yeah. So and this is for what's for the uh, the Admiralty records. Um, so they take the video. Uh, the ship sinks. He says how beautiful it is. It's picturesque. Bow first goes in, and then they take it. And then um, uh, as soon as they have the great film, uh, they pack it all up and they shoot all the survivors.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and his his joy. He's just like, oh man, they're never going to see how beautiful this film is. He's yeah. like, oh dude, it was glorious. It was just
0: like, all right, bro. All right, yep. man. Yep, I get yeah. you. Yep and it's just so it's so succinct because he's like after that we sank the lifeboats with our guns and submerged it's like dude this guy's no, this guy's no uh, nonsense but yeah. they said it right away I mean this guy he's uh, you know he views himself as this clearly with the previous quotes this uh, you know the iron German will but he, mm-hmm. this dude's evil like we yeah. see it right from the beginning like this guy is you know everything he has a justification for everything he does because it's for like you know the fatherland or you yeah. know, mentions later um so um, you know, after that fun stuff is over, <laughs> yeah. um, the, the next uh, later that day, they they rise, um, they rise up again um, from being submerged, and they find a man's body on the deck, um, mm. and he says gripping the railing in curious fashion. So they describe him as a handsome man, either Italian or Greek, and was undoubtedly a member of this the ship that they had just sunk. Um, me, I immediately pictured Nick Castellanos.
2: Oh my God, I was just about to, I, was, <laughs> I swear to God, I was just about to say that. I was waiting.
0: Oh my God, yep. I'm
2: not even sure. Yep. I was literally waiting for you to yep. stop. I was going to say.
0: Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, too, because I remember when we first watched it, uh, yeah. Christina was like, is he Italian? I was like, no, nah, I think he's Greek. And she's like, no, he looks Italian. I'm like, nah, I think yeah. he's Greek. So I, was yeah. like, I, I think he's Greek. So it's funny that yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. they can, can give you the leeway. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> So funny, That's great. Uh, but it appears that, um, you know, he, he he tried to seek refuge, um, and was holding on to this, sh- uh, to the, the top of the U boat, but when it submerged, he obviously was killed. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's 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 so like it, it's it's funny how ridiculous this guy is, um, the uh, the captain, uh, yeah. saying that one more victim of the unjust war of aggression which the English pig dogs are waging <laughs> upon the father,
2: <laughs> pig dogs, yeah, and. and
0: and I think this pays off too this guy's so just so arrogant that it's just like he misses all these signs. Yep. So um so they search Casty and they find a strange object in his pocket. <laughs> um, this very odd bit of ivory carved to represent a youth head um crowned with laurels. Right. So yes. um something Greek, right? I mean that that screams Greek to me. Yeah. You know, you have the so it's um a Philly's cap and then I, maybe. Yeah. I mean maybe that was in the other pocket they just didn't check. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then uh the lieutenant, Lieutenant Clensey, uh he believes it to be that it's very old and possibly very ba- valuable. So he nicks it right away. Yeah. And he wonders how it's such a common uh sailor, you know, get his hands on something like this.
2: Yeah, and this comes back to him him addressing like the common like uh Type of person that he's dealing with, in, in yeah. all the realms, like the pig dogs of the English, yes. and all these others, and then yes. also his own. Like, and I loved that
0: he finds a way. This, you know, uh, Altberg, uh, Captain Altberg von Ehrenstein. Uh- <laughs> He finds a way to to be above everybody that he comes against, like even yeah. like to the end. You know, we'll, as we'll see later, yeah. he's chiseled
2: and, from the shores of the fatherland. Like he's made from his country soil. You know, right?
0: But you know, uh, kind of blinds him to a lot of things, exactly. But you know, so uh, immediately here, right after you know they they, they take the uh, the carving is when the weirdness kind of begins, right? Um, yes, sir. So they're throwing the body overboard, and his eyes open. Right. And um, it seems like he's gazing like with a mocking gaze at Schmidt and Zimmer.
2: Yeah. The two guys that are the ones in charge of tossing him. He's always yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Yep, so they get spooked by that. And then the bosun Mueller, the elderly and superstitious guy, um, he hits us with some weirdness. Right. Yes. He swears that the body sank into the water. And as it's sinking, it drew its limbs in like a swimming position and then dove below the waves. I like it it's creepy
2: yeah immediately <laughs> i'm hit with someone fell from a law from scary stories in the dark like immediately at these points and i'm also thinking of um what's it uh the ss um well, anyway it reminds me of the one uh, maritime ghost story of the uh, united states military servicemen who um ended up um two of their guys they ended up burying him at sea and then they, they saw their faces you know in, in the ocean mm-hmm. and it immediately reminded me of that too So sorry to interrupt, but but yeah, no, and also no, no, uh, first
0: base hit since good. Okay. (laughs) Um, Well, yeah, I mean, what's what's a maritime story without you know the the superstitious guy immediately, right? Yes. You know, he starts with his you know the yarn spinner. I mean, there's, like, that that story about uh, Blackbeard, like, after they cut his head off, his his headless body swam around his ship three times. Like, it's just who these guys are, right?
3: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: they have to come up with some, like, insanity. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Captain Altberg severely reprimands him for his foolishness. Like, he's not having this. He's, like, this yeah. is bad for morale. He's, like, you know, I don't think he gets whipped for that, but somebody gets whipped for something later. <laughs> yeah, they do. Uh, so the next morning they wake up um, and a few of the members complain that they've had a few strange dreams. All mm-hmm. right. So it's it's already kind of starting. Uh, they, de- they descend below the waves again to avoid um, rough seas that have started. And they um, they note that there's this strange southward current. That doesn't appear on any of their oceanographic charts, but it's like, what is this thing? It's there, yeah. but you know, they just notice it. Yes. Um, so they're sitting there and they're planning to wait to intercept this liner that's that's coming from England and headed to New York. This is what they did. The, these you know, these German U-boats, they would even in World War Two would wait and they would just torpedo these these um, supply ships yeah. that would go back and forth. Um, so that's what they're doing there. And then we get this um, this uh, this next passage, which I really liked.
1: In the early evening, we rose to the surface and found the sea less heavy. The smoker battleship was on the northern horizon, but our distance and ability to submerge made us safe. What worried us more was the talk of Boatswain Muller, which grew wilder as night came on. He was in a detestably childish state and babbled of some illusion of dead bodies drifting past the undersea portholes. Bodies which looked at him intensely, and which he recognized in spite of bloating as having seen dying during some of our victorious German exploits. And he said that the young man we had found and tossed overboard was their leader. This was very gruesome and abnormal. So we confined Muller and Irons and had him soundly whipped. The men were not pleased at his punishment, but discipline was necessary. We also denied the request of a delegation headed by Seaman Zimmer that the curious carved ivory head be cast into
2: the sea. So you already you already have the ghost of victims, right?
0: yeah i mean um this dude uh the, the bosun mueller um he's he's just kind of the stuff is just coming up now he's talking about like these bodies drifting past and immediately like you said before you know how visual the story is mm-hmm. you can see that right you can mm-hmm. see like maybe there's like some corpse light to their eyes as they yeah. as they drift past the portholes very slowly like um um like in the lord of the rings or something when he falls yeah. into the bog like that's you know what yeah. i mean like the, yes. you can immediately see this and it's just like this is so good yep. but once again the captain's there and he's He's like, nope. He's like, claps him in irons, and he gets a whipping. Yep. <laughs> so, um, but uh, they want to cast this thing into the sea, but he's not having it. Um, and there they are. So, fast forward a little bit again uh, to uh, June 20th, and these two crewmen, I, I'm not sure what city they're from, but Bohm and Schmidt, they sound familiar, I know mm-hmm. the names, uh, who were ill the day before become, quote, violently insane. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I, yep. I mean, what? so they're laying in the, the, the sick bay. They got a tummy ache. And then all of a sudden they just get up and they're just, you know.
2: Yeah, they're tummy ache survivors. They survive the awful right. tummy
0: ache. Right.
2: And then, yeah, then they're just, yeah, they're they're they're, they're Neanderthals at this point. They're wildmen. Wildman.
0: Wildman. Yep. yep, going nuts, and they start talking about this terrible curse and about, once again, about the carven head. Uh, once again, Altberg, he waits no time, shoots them both, and then Mueller kind of, like, quiets down for a little bit. He's like, oh.
2: <laughs> yeah. You know, at that point, too, when I was reading this at first, because, like, the other stuff, he's like, I gave him a little little harsh of a punishment, but the yeah. it, it deemed it. And then it gets to this where he's like, I just killed these two. He's like, yeah, he's yeah, done I mean, with, like, saying that something's too harsh.
0: Yep. Now it's all necessary. Nope, it's all business, man. Yep. Um, so uh, the next week goes by as they wait for this. They're, they're they're still sitting in the same general area, waiting for this ocean liner to come by. Um, and then Mueller and Zimmer disappear, um, and they're 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 presumably having jumped overboard. Um, mm-hmm. And but no one saw them do it. But they're like, there's nowhere other place they could have gone. Yeah. Um, uh, but Altberg even. Um, even says that he's he's glad to be rid of them because Mueller, he, his whole thing was just bad for the morale of the ship. Right. Like, uh, he's like look man people are going crazy cuz you're talking about this this head this curse. Yeah. You know we're, we're 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 sitting in a you know <laughs> a steel cigar right now in the <laughs> middle of the ocean. We can't have nonsense in here. We got everyone's got to stay calm and this guy's in here talking about you know
2: yeah, the, curses the, the and the spooky ghosts outside and all this stuff, you know. Yeah,
0: floating corpses. Yeah. I can't have it. <laughs> <laughs> Um,
2: you know what it is—the floating corpses. Uh yeah. It's the the
0: the the room of the lo- uh, lo- lost souls. Oh, the lost souls room oh, from Beetlejuice. Yeah.
2: yeah, that's that yeah. kind of floaty, but sideways, yeah. tilted a, sideways, like a
0: forty-five degree angle. This yes. way, yeah, yeah, yeah. and <laughs> nice. the one
2: comes up the other end, and he's he looks a lot more wet.
0: Yep, and then Mueller's over here. He pulls down the shade. And he's like, it's all in the handbook. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Right. So, so, from here on, you know, everyone is on edge. Clearly, people are getting shot. People are just disappearing. And then there's this weird thing about this school of dolphins that's gathered about the U uh, 29, yeah. their, their ship, and in more increasing numbers. And um, at the same time, this southward current starts to pull even more. But they're okay. They're just noticing it that this, you know. Mm-hmm. But the dolphins are very strange. They just, it's not a—it's not something that they've ever seen before. Right? Right. Um. So, uh, another day passes, and they realize that they most likely have missed the ship that they were supposed to torpedo. It happens. It's not uncommon. But um, the captain's pleased because now they get to go home.
2: Right. And at that point, too, when he's describing that, how he's saying, like, he was like... Yeah you know what, this happens more than not. And he's like, you know what, I'm glad that I can just pass this off as not being, like, uh, you know, um, not effective, like, you know, it's not, like, a matter of insubordination. This happens all the time. Mm In the past, we missed it. It's just the nature of the business. Mm -hmm. So, like, at that point, like, that's when I was kind of like, okay, there is some some kind of, like, uh, common sense, I guess I want to say. Oh, I think
0: he's got a lot of it. It's just...
2: I don't know if that was the right word, but, like, um there's a little more practicality let's say that how about yeah, that yeah there's a little more practicality than I was getting to this point
3: from him.
0: yeah I think he um yeah he's very clearly he's goal oriented but yeah, right. <laughs> I think he realizes I already I already had a shot I already had to shoot a few people yeah a couple people committed suicide you know and I'm sure you know yeah we got six
2: passengers th- you know yeah and I didn't have to kill them early on because that didn't their moaning didn't seem to bother anyone at this point but then eventually it did and he had to put some sick ones down
0: yeah no uh, absolutely um so yeah he, he realizes the situation like you said and you know he's he, he's ready to turn home um and then we get this weird line about uh they have some uh, rather comical entanglements with the uh, masses of dolphins i don't know what that means
2: <laughs> yeah it's just like, he, like they have silly times with the dolphins like i don't know what's going on i don't know
0: is it like echo the dolphin they start doing like these those flips out of the water like yeah, yeah.
2: It's exactly that. They stopped to play
0: Sega Genesis. And then, <laughs>
2: yeah. You yep. know, the Germans, World War One. that's <laughs> what they were doing.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, that's what it is. All right, so there are, then the uh, then the explosion happens.
1: Yes, it does.
0: Right, and we're given this, uh, this, uh, this passage.
1: The explosion in the engine room at 2 p.m. was wholly a surprise. No defect in the machinery or carelessness in the men had been noticed, yet without warning the ship was racked from end to end with a colossal shot. Lut. Lenz hurried to the engine room, finding the fuel tank and most of the mechanism shattered, and engineers Ray Bay and Schneider instantly killed. Our situation had suddenly become grave indeed, for though the chemical air regenerators were intact, And though we could use the devices for raising and submerging the ship and opening the hatches as long as compressed air and storage batteries might hold out, we were powerless to propel or guide a submarine. To seek rescue in the lifeboats would be to deliver ourselves into the hands of enemies unreasonably embittered against our great German nation. And our wireless had failed ever since the victory affair to put us in touch with a fellow U-boat of the Imperial Navy.
0: Oh, yeah, so they're they're in quite the situation now, huh? Yes.
2: Yeah, it's, um, they're 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 in the nineties they would call this the pits.
0: The pits, okay. Yes. And in the, the the 2020s far past fucked. Yes. Yeah. No wait, that's later. That's when they yeah. have he runs out of battery. Jeez, yes. <laughs> right
2: now he still has he thinks he has a fighting chance. He's got a he's got a, fight, right. a bo- he's got a boxer's chance here, you know?
0: Yeah, no, he's, you know, this guy don't give up. Um <laughs> So yeah, so like they said, um they can they can r- raise and submerge, right? But mm. they can't propel or guide the submarine. So they're just they're basically a sitting duck, but they can move up and down.
2: They are slaves to the current.
0: Yes. So they are stuck in this metal thing out in the vastness of the ocean. Would this be one of your nightmares, Ken?
2: Yeah. Oh. Yes. 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 I mean, not so I much know. as not so much as space. <laughs> Listeners my, of
0: this podcast may not know of your space fears.
2: Yes, my space fears. I have I have a lot of weird. I wouldn't say weird. I, I would say, um, uh, what is it? Uh, overly uh, zealous fears of okay. certain things. Mm. I have lots yeah. of
0: zeal towards certain fears. <laughs> well, being trapped in a metal. Well,
2: oh, that's know, it. That's first tube. of all. First of all, yeah. submarine ship that tight quarters. Yeah. That, there's one
0: right there. No, no, because I have uh, that thalassophobia for sure. I didn't even know that I had that until I started looking at those. There's like a subreddit, right? It's like thalassophobia. I think I'm saying it right. And they show you these pictures and like every one. I'm just like, ugh,
3: ugh.
0: No, no, no. Like pictures of like a big ship like in the water and you look at it in the water. It's just like, Like you ever get close to a dock and like there's a huge ship, like one of the battleships down on the waterfront or something Mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. Just looking at it.
2: Right. That's also like another sub mechanophobia thing. You know what I mean?
0: It's like. That's it too. Sub mechanophobia. That's what
2: I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, no, either way, it's just that whole big machines or robots underwater. I had that unknowingly since I was a child. Right. We, my brother Eric used to have it and we'd have like nightmares dreams and like we would talk about it and we didn't know and then like five years ago I found out yeah there is a whole like community of people yeah. that are like oh robots or machines in water yeah it's yeah. terrifying
0: like where the, the, like the pictures of the propellers in the water that jump, mm. with like a little diver next to it It's just
2: like yeah. oh god just, this happened just this week the, uh, the college kid or the kid just graduated high school did you see this?
0: Mm-hmm. no
2: With Adair, he was on a cruise with a bunch of different uh, high schools, uh, people that just graduated. Yeah. Kid, from Adair, and they have the video of it, it's very short, but- Okay. And Adair, he jumps off the cruise ship. In nighttime. In nighttime, dude. What do you think was going to happen? He thinks they're going to save him. He doesn't understand that even if the the engines are shut off, the ship's going to go away. Someone throws out a life preserver, so he starts swimming to the life preserver. All of a Uh sudden, he starts swimming away. You know why? Yeah. Sharks follow cruise ships, dog. Yeah, so he's in do. there. He's you kind of see it in the wake. You, like people mm-hmm. have slowed down it. You see it. He starts swimming towards the back of the ship. No one huh. finds him. Gets gone. Presumed dead.
0: So the, were the where the propeller moving? Yeah. Okay. So that's just that's he got caught in the wake. It sucks you right in.
2: Oh no, dude. He you see you can. Oh, you see the shark get him. Oh, you oh, see okay. you don't see the get him, but you see them.
0: Oh, you can okay. see, you them. see them.
2: And they've oh, already okay. said it's presumed that sharks got them. Because it's a known thing that sharks follow cruise ships because people always sure. throw food over.
0: Yeah, yeah. And
2: I think also them, too, to just get rid of it so it's not, you know, when it goes bad. Right. Like, I don't think they just refuse it. They just go, here you go. It just goes out there. Sure. And I saw that, and I was like, this is a nightmare. That's a pure terror. Nightmare. It's a nightmare.
0: Because, like, the big cruise ships, like, they say if you fall, like, even on the side, like, mm-hmm. there's, like, a current next to it. And, like, yeah. if you get ne- it'll suck you under.
2: Right. Well, I think, uh, I don't know if the powers were going because he's swimming for a bit. Okay. And they're like laughing and joking. Yeah. And he's keeping up and he's able to swim to the, the, the life preserver. Right. And then he just beelines it. He like right. turns and starts mm-hmm. going towards the back of the ship and everyone starts panicking. Like, oh, yeah. this wasn't a good idea to dare
0: this kid to do this. Jump off of it. Dude, come on. Yeah. The sh- and the ship is like, what? It's like a couple stories out of the water. Oh, yeah. Right and you the see it's, the yeah. next
2: to, on the sides to, to not do yeah. this in case you fall, you know, like, yeah. Sorry to break up. No, no, this funny. this
0: works, man. These Bloody fears upcraft, are a part of this.
2: <laughs> this is absolutely real and it just yeah. happened and I, I I just you know, I today I saw the newest one where they slowed it down and they're like definite
0: sharks wow. breaching here. Wow. Yeah, I'd been on a cruise ship before, just looking at that like mile of turbulent water behind the ship yeah. that stretches. It's like this is my nightmare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> think about mm-hmm. all the things passing underneath the ship as you know as you go it's just yep, um, yep. right in line with uh, what makes these guys go crazy later <laughs> 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 alright so then we get uh, we, we fast forward a little bit and um, he tells us that from June 28th till July 2nd they drifted constantly to the south um, and they had no they really didn't know where they were going and they encountered no other vessels uh, but the dolphins are still there encircling them and um, on the morning of July second, they they cite this. Um, it's an American ship, and the men on the inside that they like. We want to surrender. They're like, "Come on, this is crazy. We we can't. We're gonna die in here." Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so then, uh, Lieutenant Klense, uh Clens has to shoot one of the crewmen mm-hmm. because he's apparently uh, engaged in some kind of un-German act. <laughs> Yeah, Uh, And this uh, quieted the rest of the crew for a time. And then they submerged once again. I mean, you know, this guy is not this guy does not surrender. Um, So fast forward again, a storm begins to brew and they submerge again. Um, and then all the while, their batteries and air supply are – he can tell that they're starting to drain. Like, he can see that, like, it's with the lights and things here, he can just – he can see. And now yeah. they've – and then also they've completely lost the ability to steer the ship at all. Apparently they had a little bit of ability to steer. Mm-hmm. Now it's gone, completely gone. And he even says that he gives – he starts to give the men, like, busy work to do. He's like, hey, you know, go over there, uh, play with the instruments kind of thing. Yeah. He knows nothing's going to happen. But he's like, hey, see if you can get these back up and running just to give yeah. them something to do because
2: right. – yeah. Just keep them busy. Keep their, keep their minds off of the impending doom of what's coming.
0: Yeah. But uh, it doesn't seem to work because uh, on the 4th of July. Ow! <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Um, America. Yeah. At about 5 a.m., uh, uh, a mutiny breaks out, right? Mm-hmm. And the six remaining, quote-unquote, pigs of seamen were upset <laughs> that they didn't surrender to the American battleship. Like, these guys really wanted – they are like, look, this was our only chance, and now they're trying to do what they can. I assume they want to, you know, rise up to the surface and try to just flag down one of these ships. Um, but then they're also screaming about the cursed ivory sculpture and the dead sailor who looked at them and sw- uh, when Casty jumped yeah. off. And, mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so, so Lieutenant cleansy uh, does nothing and he actually calls him womanish. It's like, OK, <laughs> <All right. laughs> so Captain Altberg shoots all six men and yeah. assuredly because he says, and I made sure they were dead. <laughs> This guy's wild. you know.
2: Think about that too. Like in a like a pressurized submarine.
0: This dude's just capping dudes.
2: With yeah, with his, his uh, what, what do they call it? They call it as a uh, uh, mechanical gun. What do they, what do they call it? in that it's not a machine gun, is it? Does he say that? No, it's uh, it's a pistol. Yeah, but they say like something mechanical about it, so it it, it doesn't. Okay. It's not like a wheel gun. Right, right, right. No, so it's like a I guess a like a Ruger type se- type deal. Something. Yeah. So it's semi-auto basically. Yes. So yes. So you, they're letting you know that like it wasn't like a boom. Boom! It was just like do do no. do 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 like you're all dead.
3: Like
0: yeah,
2: I'm not gonna waste any time. It's just this is how we're doing it.
0: Nope, that's it, man. Yeah. So they jettison the bodies from the, this uh, the, the double hatch that they have, and um, um, they're now alone with each other in this crippled U boat. This is yeah. when the, this is usually the turn in the horror story,
2: right? This is where Stephen King gets it all from, right? Here, this point yeah, of the two guys in the submarine yeah. after everyone's dead and they had to kill everyone.
0: Yep, yeah, now they're alone in the submerged haunted house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and now to add to the fun, uh, compasses and depth gauges now no longer work, uh, and they can uh, only judge their position by guessing and looking through the portholes. <laughs> that's that's
2: terrible. That's how, like cuz like I'm thinking the portholes are just like on the side, you know what I mean? So you have uh-huh. no forward vantage, no yeah. you know back vantage. Yeah. So you're just like, "Oh god, I'm just like looking." Yeah. Like
0: uh yeah. It's um, it's,
2: it's a nightmare for me too. that's like a plane. That's like an airplane. Yeah kind
0: of. Yeah, uh, so they still had battery power and they the they have this searchlight on the bottom that they're able to um occasionally to look outside, but they only ever see dolphins because they're still so closely, like, nestled to the top of the conning tower, which is, like, the top section that, you know, that comes out of them. Um, And he remarks to himself that, how are these dolphins able to survive this death? Yeah. Ghost dolphins?
2: Right, because, yeah, well, so at this point, he's also talking about, like, his scientific mind and how he's so interested in, like, studying them, and, like, he kind of almost spends his time doing so. Right. You know, like, that's what he's doing as a as a, you know, I don't want to say like, oh, good German, this and that. He's just like yeah, yeah. so, like tuned into his own character, and uh-huh. he's like, I'm more interested in this than you going crazy in my own death, right? You know, so I prefer to spend my time in my musings with this, yeah, yeah. than as opposed to just like worry about the impending, doom. right, right, which um, is cool, but
0: no, no, it, it, it's 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 definitely cool, and then that's 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 the next part we're getting into that like a nearly a month passes. In this next this next uh, passage um they continue to sink and drift southward uh and then cleansing starts to decline mentally mm-hmm. right so we get and then we get this passage
1: i could not help observing however the inferior scientific knowledge of my companion his mind was not prussian but given to imaginings and speculations which have no value the fact of our coming death affected him curiously and he would frequently pray in remorse over the men, women, and children we had sent to the bottom, forgetting that all things are noble which serve the German state. After a time he became noticeably unbalanced, gazing for hours at his ivory image and weaving fanciful stories of the lost and forgotten things under the sea. Sometimes, as a psychological experiment, I would lead him on in these wanderings. And listened to his endless poetical quotations and tales of sunken ships. I was very sorry for him, for I disliked to see a German suffer. But he was not a good man to die with. For myself, I was proud, knowing how the fatherland would revere my memory, and how my sons would be taught to be men like me.
2: He was <laughs> not. He was not a good man to die with.
0: Right. I, this is a great paragraph because there's there's a yep. lot in here.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I mean, first you have you see this, the normal human, who's starting to decline mentally. He's like, man, we really shouldn't have killed all those men, women, and children. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: Like anybody would. I mean, you know, things are for war, but like he's he's sitting there just thinking yeah, for and a he's month, like,
2: trying to make his peace with whatever he yeah. can. Like his yep. his mind starting to fracture, it's starting to break. Yep, and you know.
0: You know, and then he's staring at he's got the sculpture that he's staring at and he starts talking about oh what you know what about these things in the sea and like yeah his mind is just is just, you know it's just you know it's reeling um, and then he even says sometimes as a psychological experiment like I would lead him on these wanderings it's like yeah he's messing with him he's like oh yeah what else do you think out there yeah. Yeah, you, think yeah. there's, uh, you think there's ghosts <laughs> under here you think yeah. like it's so like it's yeah. so like evil I guess because like yeah. he knows the guy's in a very like you know weak spot he's very you know he's very you know just unbalanced vulnerable, yeah all of it very yeah. vulnerable also too and, it
2: shows you the kind of guy this guy is
0: right but he, exactly this is I'm, where
2: he, yeah he gets his calming yeah. and his yeah. uh relax his pastime is right. doing this to people
0: yes uh, everything's an experiment he can you know he's yeah. he's above everyone because he's this prussian this this to this type and then we get also get this where he's like you know he very was sorry for him and him Doing all those fanciful things and he tells you that he's not a good man to die with. Because then you yeah. get his perspective exactly. It's like, yeah, this guy's looking for the guy who's like stoic to the end, you know, probably singing yeah. German like beer songs yeah. and like, you know, talking about the fatherland and all that. Yeah. High fiving for
2: the fatherland.
0: Yeah, like, exactly. We did yeah. it.
3: Yeah, yep.
0: you know? just, hey, you just want to salute the flag for eight hours? Like, this is the <laughs> kind of guy he wants. Like, mm-hmm. it's and it's interesting. It's the two these two types. Um and like he even thinks he's like he is his like his legacy is assured because he's like oh no there's gonna be stories written about me they're gonna tell my sons that you know you gotta be a man like him so yeah you you have the two very polar opposites here and it's um you know right here it's it's the teetering here where you can Mm -hmm. see where it's like well which one's which one's the strong man and which one's not and it's like well (laughs) yeah (laughs) so um but but also it's the two perspectives of They're they're doomed individuals. They know they're going to die, right? So, and you just see how this guy thinks about it. This guy starts to come right with some stuff, but this guy is just like, nope, Germany. (laughs) Yeah,
2: yeah. (laughs) Mission at (laughs) hand, and also at this point, yeah. At this point, like, so you start you start to see um, breaking points of those that are like brought up in that kind of military aspect, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So these two were obviously the ones that were about their duty the longest, right? And their their ranking shows you, especially in those days, yeah. how well into the brainwashing they needed to be to right. get to this point. Right. And what that kind of molded them into the characters and who bought in more. So right. now at this point, we know who's the who's the who's chugged the most Kool-Aid.
0: Sure. But also it's also probably, um, you know, uh, something to consider that at this point in time and in that country, I think this guy probably would have been a member of the nobility too.
2: Yeah, class, class too as well, yeah.
0: Yeah, so he was probably raised, you know, thinking that he was above everyone else and was a gentleman and, like, he got his station because of his family history. I mean, you can see it. Like, this guy's got a coat of arms on, like, you know what I mean? Like, this guy... Right, well, also traditionally... a castle back in Germany.
2: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. well, you think a lot of times too that those might be the ones that would crack first, though, right? Because they'd never really been in the face of anything like that. You know what I mean?
0: I mean yes and no because you'd have these characters that have been like come from a long line of these things like you know you probably trace his ancestry back to like knights that he was like related to and like sure. you know you see these characters from time to time and it's sure. you know it, and, and class has definitely made a thing in here because he even says oh this guy's a Rhinelander but I'm a Prussian and it's like it's yeah. Like, so. yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> I go back to he he looks a lot similar to the guy in Inglorious Bastards who they try to scare with the bear Jew and then he's just like Right, I give you nothing, and you know, right, just beat his head in, right? That kind of guy, he's just like,
0: Yeah, that guy seems a little more, you know, what that guy does. Yeah, you're right, that that's that's very much the same thing. I bet that guy would be like an ancestor of this guy,
3: yeah, (laughs) right, exactly. Yeah, right, right,
0: yeah, no, totally. Good pull, good pull. Thank you, thank you. So we fast forward again to August 9th, and now they're finally able to see the ocean floor for the first time. They're still they're still drifting, they're still above, but they can use the light and they can see down. Mm. And they see this like vast plain, right? Um, it's you know, it's got, you know, they can see shells and all this kind of stuff, but then they then they see these these weird weeds strewn, what they think are shipwrecks. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, that's 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 kind of cool, and then Klensy uh, sees a strange shape that looks like possibly a building with carvings on it, right? But he can't see it because it's kind of quick. So he sees like um, you can see, I can see this as a movie too, like uh, yeah, the light quick like the, the light's moving kind of quick, and he's like looking around. It's like wait wait what was that? It's like oh we're yeah. still moving, we're trying of see it. So you know.
2: Yeah, and this, Very, at this at this point I'm getting to the the like all of the like of the monoliths and the yeah. covered in mollusks and all that. I'm like, yes. oh, okay, I'm familiar with these the this yes. writing this yes these yes. words
0: yes, uh, and also interestingly they're at basically at the bottom and the dolphins are still there. So this is one of those things where it's like. Is this almost like a, I don't know, like a barometer for how crazy they are? It's like, how are there, like, what is this? Is this, like, is this supernatural or is this, he's, you know, the captain's almost like, oh, well, this is like, this would be like some, like, weird breed of dolphin that I've never seen before. But then yeah. the other dude, you know, Clenzy's probably like, oh, these are supernatural dolphins. Yeah. <laughs> They're the souls of dead sailors or yeah. something. You know what I mean?
2: <laughs> he's <This> the- <laughs> Axel Rose in this story that his.
0: He's oh, like, right, the wife. dolphin. Yeah. Right. I was going to say more like uh, uh, Willem Dafoe from The Lighthouse. <laughs> like, best leave the birds alone. Yeah, And then right. the souls of sailors, what met right. their maker.
2: But <laughs> right. Axel Rose was like my wife was a dolphin. She became a dolphin. So. Yeah.
0: Use your illusion. Ken. I will. Right. So August 12th, cleansing goes completely insane. <laughs> yeah. We get this this scene where uh, it's, you know, it's it, man. He's been looking out of, he's up in the conning tower. He's been looking, um, you know, out the windows. And all of a sudden he just gets, he just gets upset. Runs down, comes down to where the captain's like been reading or whatever. And he's like, he is calling. He is calling. I hear him. We must go. Um, and, you know, the captain's like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, goes over, picks up the ivory carving, and then uh, he goes to grab the captain by the arm. He's like, come on, you know, he says, come now. Do not wait until later. It is better to repent and be forgiven than to defy and be condemned. So, it's like, this dude is cooked.
2: He's like, yeah, he's gone. He's like, yeah, that's what he's saying to himself. You know,
0: He's yeah. like, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. Now. Um, and then he he, gives, he hits him with this. He goes, uh, if I am mad, it is mercy. May the gods pity the man who in his callousness can remain sane to the hideous end. Come and be mad whilst still calls with mercy. Yeah, I mean, he lays it right there. He's like, look, look, man. I mean, look at all this evidence around us. I mean, yeah. th- this is – there's something out there. Like, clearly there's something going on. Um And after he kind of, like, lets this all out, he kind of calms down and, like – um uh, the captain even says he's like he like him having this like breakdown kind of like calms it down a bit and then he's like he's like alright look I need to go out you can stay and he's like okay so they take him up to the uh, so there's like that an airlock right up in that yeah. tower mm-hmm. so it's like there's two doors you know you can like have one open. You can fill with water. It, you know, it's 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 an airlock. Yeah. You know, I think people know how that works. <laughs> yeah,
2: and look at any you know uh, aliens where they t- yeah t- send them out. You know, it's yep. anything- same kind of
0: thing, but it's underwater.
2: Yep, 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 yep. 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 Uh,
0: and he uh, so Klinsy takes the sculpture with him, um, and then um, so as he's going out, and this this another another good case study for 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 our buddy the captain here, um, he. After he goes out and puts them out through the um, the, uh, the airlock, uh, he puts the searchlight out because he wants to see because he wants to get one last glimpse of them. Not because it's like, oh, I want to see my comrade off. It's more of he he wanted to see whether the water pressure would flatten them.
2: Yeah, it's like, wow, dude. Yeah, he's like, it's supposed to flatten them, so I got to see if this you yep. know my musings
0: about science. Yep. yep, and he's like, or will he be fine like those extraordinary dolphins? But. They couldn't super, see him those super sick dolphins sick dolphins yep um but he can't see him because the dolphins are still so massed thickly around uh the conning tower that he can't he can't see anything um and then he's gone and now he's alone in the sub and now it's uh now it's time for the madness to really set it <laughs> <laughs> it's lunatic hour ladies yep. and gents I mean, honestly, there you are. You're at the bottom. Of the, I mean, this scene, I mean, it's great. You're at the bottom of the ocean in a crippled submarine. There's nobody coming to help you. Um, you're just down there. And your last friend, I wouldn't even say friend, last human that was with you just decided to, you know, off himself, basically. Right. You know, and there you are. And, um, yeah, I think this is when the uh, the cracks in the dam start to uh, form, right? <laughs> yeah. So right away, uh, the captain... Um, He wishes he took, right away he's like, I wish I had that ivory sculpture. I should have taken that. Why did I let him, you know, I should have, you know, pulled it out of his pocket or, I don't know, shot him and took it. I don't know. (laughs) He just says surreptitiously, which for him would include, boom, and just takes and then pushes his dead body out. Um, So once again, there's, you know, the drifting is still continuing. um, And he comes uh, to this area where um, there's this, um, he's able to see that there's this city beneath him. Yep. And it's a ruined ancient city of, of marble beneath him. Uh, he's got the light on and he's looking and he sees that there's temples with columns and villas. There's bridges and seawalls. This is this is. He decides this has to be Atlantis. There's yeah. no other. It, it's what else could this be?
2: I was about to say. He calls it Atlantis, and I was yeah like, right away.
0: What? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whoa see. there, guy, you're not going to yeah. say you know. But he he's all in because what else could this be? I mean, it's it's he can you know. He can see what it is. I mean, so at this point, um, the U-29 finally settles to the bottom and the dolphins have disappeared. Where
2: did they go? I don't know. We, we don't know.
0: Right. Um, so it comes to settle on this like paved plaza next to this immense like temple. Um, that apparently was carved out of the solid rock of the wall that it's in right and it's got this huge door and it's covered with these like exquisite carvings and and he makes this kind of like um this kind of assessment that it's it's like Greek but different and it's definitely more ancient yeah. So and he's sitting there and he's staring for hours at this thing, you know, moving the light around yeah. looking at and the temple is the area that he's like very like taken by. Um but he can't see into the door. It's like this just right. it's just a huge black door that the light just does not penetrate.
2: So yeah, this part um was like so I loved the whole like craziness in the beginning. Like, you're like yeah. oh, you're like submarine ghost stories. Yeah, you're like all this stuff. You're like all the you know crazy superstitions of the sea. All these different people start often people. You know, like yeah. all this to the madness. I was loving yeah. that, and then there was a little lull there. Yeah, but I'm like, wait, dolphins. I'm like, what's going on? Yeah, and then this. Yes, and I was like, all right. As the thunder hits outside. Oh, nice. I'm in the basement. I can't hear. Yeah, but no, yeah. So like. And then I'm like, oh, like at this point, I might like say I was out, but I was like, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no. It,
0: it gave you that lull. It's like, okay, what's next? And it almost, I, I like the way that he wrote it because it's like they're drifting and the story is kind of drifting. You're kind of wondering in the way that the, the story is structured. So it's like you're like, uh, what's going on? And then finally you get here, yeah. right? And also um, the batteries are are definitely dying because he, yes. even, he remarks that the, the light stream is dimmer. Right, yes. these hours of shining the light it has you know definitely taken its toll on these on these batteries. Um, so he looks out here and he he he's got to get out there. He's like, I, I need to like examine this place. And so he goes into the, he he looks and he sees that he has this deep sea diving suit that's made of this jointed metal. So I just immediately think of a big daddy from um, uh, Bioshock. <laughs> Okay, nice. <laughs> That's you know, but you know the look that those old like those old like you know globe shaped uh, diver you know yeah. helm, with like the the different you know pieces of glass shaped pieces around the top. It's it's got the 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 joints that are just like those sliding metal. It's
2: yeah, it's Men of Honor, the movie Men of Honor. Exactly. Yeah, and I was thinking too. Remember, when I, I was saying that I thought he was gonna hop in it and be like, I'm gonna hop in this. You know, contraption like some sort of iron pig. You know, I thought he was going to go there on himself. You know,
0: I thought he was going to jump in and be like, uh, where we're going, we don't need roads. And then (laughs) end. Yeah. (laughs) Wrong movie. Story's over. Yep. So he's got the whole thing. It's got the portable light, it's got the air regenerator. Um, But, you know, he figures it out. He's like, I don't know, how am I going to get through the the airlock by myself? But he figures it out because he has scientific skill. Yes, he does. And, um, the next day he, he figures it all out and he, he, he goes outside, uh, of the U-29 and, um, makes his way into this city. Uh, he, he you know, describes it's mud choked streets. Um, he, I think even says that the, he doesn't find any skeletons or human remains, but there's like, he, he's able to tell a lot about this culture just by looking at the stuff. He sees the sculptures. There's like coins, the whole thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he's it's just awed. It, it is I mean yeah. and, and he's awed by it and it's like you, you wonder at this point if this is like because this is this is an unre, unreliable narrator at this point right yeah. you wonder is he already like hallucinating to the yes. point where he's like he's exploring it it's like how did you get to this point like yeah. you're outside under this crushing depths like you're at the bottom of the ocean and you're out and you're out there it's 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 the other galivan thing yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean it just it it's it already gets you. There's already, like, a dreamlike quality to this, mm-hmm. this, you know, because as you can see, we're only, you know, what are we, 13, 14 stories deep, and you know how much love Lovecraft likes to explore these ancient, you know, structures and cities. Yeah. Yes. Um, I kind of do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you're getting there. I mean, you've seen yeah. it. You've seen it, at least seen a few. These ancient architectures that come from the bottom of the sea. I mean, go back to Dagon, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Right? Well, that's where I started getting the familiar. And I was like, yeah. Whoa, well, what kind of monsters coming?" You know, like yeah. That's where my head was at at this point.
0: The monsters are coming. <laughs> um, so yeah, he he gives it a look. He he goes around and then he and then by that point he's got to return because his electric batteries are just about shot. Um, and he's like, "You know what? I'm going to come back out the next day." Yeah. So he goes back in. But he realizes that because of those um, I think he calls them pig dogs again. <laughs> when they were like trying to you know, have that mutiny they wrecked all this stuff and now he can't recharge his flashlight. So he cannot go back out. Because he he's not going to because he's he's very practical. Why would I throw myself out there into this crazy area and possibly die out there even though he's going to die yeah. uh, <laughs> without having the flashlight. So he's like you know what I'm going to do? He takes the searchlight and points it right at the, the right at the like Campbell the big door yeah and he's like I'm gonna you know I'll use this goes out again and walks up the steps and he still can't see in he's like I can see but like I just keep, there's something about this it's like this, this this darkness almost has like substance it's just swallowing the light right yes and then he finally because he talks about it this is the first time in his life he's ever experienced the motion of dread yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right? <Okay>. there's yeah <laughs> and i mean who wouldn't who wouldn't experience that at that point you're 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 standing at the bottom of the ocean uh a little bit of battery power um and you're standing in front of this this huge structure but there's this this inky blackness ahead of you and it's just you down there like i mean if if you're ever going to experience dread that'd be it right
2: we so at this point i'm 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 actually i really like um the level of hopelessness, right? Like,
0: yeah.
2: here's where I got really. um... I want to say, like, I'm not like, oh, I respect this guy's work, so I already do it. But <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm still interested knowing the end is coming, and yeah. there's very little he's going to be able to describe to us at this point. Right. But I'm still interested in the description that's coming, if that makes sense. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I'm still like, there's so much hopelessness there's so yeah. much you know nothing you can see but right. like w- what what can you feel is going to give me a description of feeling is there going to yeah. be like you know like what but I want to know I want to know and I was like all right I'm I'm still locked in here right. so I I was I was very impressed
1: yeah
0: no it, exactly you you know the end it's you yeah. know I mean the, the beginning starts with the you know the end yeah um yeah absolutely um so then we get to Saturday the 18th um he says he spends in total darkness uh, tormented by the thoughts and memories that threat to overcome his German will. <laughs> uh, he's not going to go, you know, he's, he's telling us I'm not going to go mad like cleansing. Um, um, I'm, you know, this is, this is just, you know, what I'm going to do. I'm just going to wait this out. I'm going to see what happens. Um, and I'm just, I'm not one of these weaker men. Yeah. Um, so the next, so that night um, he couldn't sleep. Um, and he turned, um, he turns on the lights regardless of what's going to happen he's like you know what it's yeah. just it's just where we're at um the electricity is going to be is going to last not much longer at all but he's still going to have air and provisions so he's going to be sitting there in the dark no matter what he does decide to do um and he you know comes to the point where he's like well i'm just gonna put the lights on because yeah. I, I can't and then you know he starts looking at that uh that automatic pistol starts you know he says i re i re-examined my automatic pistol right so. automatic that's what i was looking for earlier automatic yeah. automatic yeah, An automatic,
2: yeah. Um, and um but at this point now in my head yeah i'm thinking um i'm thinking uh end game
0: okay Tony stark okay. in yes. milano yes you know and it's playing, just him and Gamora, but
2: like yeah yeah exactly and he's just sitting there sending his last message yeah you know before the air yeah. runs out you know that's yeah. where my mind went because I'm, you know, a
0: nerd, but No, no. I mean totally. I mean he's, you know, in this ship and the, I mean it's it's just him and his thoughts. I mean he's he's run through the candles. There's only a few matches left. Um, he's mad
2: that he let them use candles earlier for like yes. lesser things. <laughs>
0: <Yes>. <laughs> it's like, dude, how could you? I mean, it's 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 actually comical at this point that yeah. he still has these thoughts that he's just like, you know, the his, his German will and this, you know, I should have this, should have that. It's like, dude, there's just some situations you can't like, you know, man your way out of, you know what yeah. I mean? It's like, it's you just
2: cowboy up and, yeah. you know, it's going to it's going to get you through, you know?
0: Yep. So then he has this 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 like epiphany that like he's sitting in the dark and he realizes that um, he's been looking at the, all these sculptures on the on the temple and there's this radiant god right it's it's got these you know his head and there's these like you know the sun kind of look to it and he realizes which it's like how did it take you this long to realize it but that ivory sculpture is that god
2: right okay? so. Um, so I think, but just on your point of saying, how did it yeah. take you that long to realize it? Yeah, I think the the light in that the the tower port Yeah, I think that was a lot of um his vision. I think that was almost in a, in a way like a metaphor. Okay. Of just how he's kind of lived and how he is. Oh yeah. In the, I'm using this light and the light's dimming, but I'm yes. using that to look at everything else. And you saying, um, how did it take you that long to realize it? I uh-huh. just made me remember when I was reading it. I think that was kind of this kind of whole point is like, like I said, like a kind of a metaphor for the lights. almost was dimming. Yeah. You have almost no light left. Yeah. And now you're kind of seeing that that's there. You know what I mean? I don't know if that's what he went for,
0: but I, I took that from it. No, I think that's great. I mean, it definitely makes sense that now that it's all introspection, it's not him just, you know, carrying out duties. It's just him. Yeah. Now it's just him and his thoughts. And I think you know the House of Cards has kind of fallen in on itself. Yeah, you know it's like now that he doesn't have all these just duties to take care of and all these you know people to shoot, <laughs> it's starting to fall in. No, I, I, that's 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 a great pull there, man. Um, so I'm, I'm smart. I'm smart. <laughs> so. That's it. The batteries are dead, right? The, the, he, mm-hmm. he let them go. He wakes up. They're gone. There's no – there's a couple matches here and there. Uh, he even gets to the point where he takes this um, – it's a bromide solution. So it's something – it's to calm his nerves basically. Um, And he awakens and he sees light coming from somewhere. Yeah. Right? Which yeah. this was another thing I saw cinematically. Like – and I don't know why, but I see it as green light. I don't know why I thought green light, but same. to me, I thought green. Absolutely um, the same.
2: Same, 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 same.
0: <laughs> so he's sitting there, and there's this dull light. So I, I automatically saw it, like it's just coming in from like the, like the windows. He's like, "What is this? Like the sense of light?" And um, uh, he he look goes up to one of the the, the windows and, and looks, and he sees that it's coming from the inside of the rock carved temple. And it's not just a it's not it's not steady light. It's 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 like undulating, almost like it's coming from like a flame, which is like. Hmm, underwater flames. This is probably real. <laughs> and then, and then the, the creepiest thing is that he starts hearing music coming from outside, even though the hull of the the, the submarine is soundproof. Yeah. So even he is saying like I, I have to be hallucinating. Like, yeah. he, and the previous paragraph he says anything from here down I don't know what is happening. Right. Um. He uh. He starts hearing other voices. Um. And. At this point, like you said, like, where else do you go? So he, he's like, well, I'm going to put the suit on, and I'm, I'm going in there. Right? Uh, puts the suit on, makes his way out for the temple door, <clears throat> and then we, um, we're given this uh, this uh, this final passage.
1: I have no fear, not even from the prophecies of the madman clenzy. What I have seen cannot be true, and I know that this madness of my own will at most lead only to suffocation when my air is gone. The light in the temple is a sheer delusion, and I shall die calmly like a German in the black and forgotten depths. This demoniac laughter which I hear as I write comes only from my own weakening brain. So I will carefully don my diving suit And walk boldly up the steps into that primal shrine. That silent secret of unfathomed waters an uncounted year.
0: And that's the end of the uh, story.
2: Yeah, so he, like, pushes the button on the helmet. You know? Yes. Transmission's done. Yes.
0: So there it is. That's that's the end of that story, Ken. Yeah. Um, So, thoughts? All right, so... Alright, so I had
2: um I had to break this up in two sessions of reading mm-hmm. um one I started it last night before bed um I was very tired from you know stuff blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah and uh, then I woke up again and I was like all right I, I got to the point where um the two guys disappeared mm-hmm. and I was like all right so pick it back up and at this point I don't you know I didn't know how far we're going or what kind of story it was and I, I knew you were very excited <laughs> so I'm I and like my excitements kind of getting like to right, go. So I finish it, and um, the turns that yes. that the, the, there was there was like there was almost like I want to say three different type of stories kind of packed in here. Uh-huh. So you have the 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 isolation story, right? Mm-hmm. You have the actually let's say four. So you have the isolation story, mm-hmm. um, separated from all you know communication and everything, and you have that kind of like movie like I'm like alive, you know, yes. but like. Um, you know, we're, we're, or it's almost like a Lord of the fly situation where like yeah. people are separated. What will they do when there's no hope kind of deal and where they go? Um, you know, it's been, uh, echoed in so many different stories, writings, all this stuff, you know, uh, the mist, all these different stories of people that are just isolated. They start going crazy, Um, not to a grand scale, but then you start getting the ghost stuff, right? You get the supernatural, natural aspect, but you also were like, is this the isolation? And then then I was talking about like the breaking points of the different people. Right. So like early on, you have the yarn turner like going, telling you this, whipping everyone up into a frenzy. Mm -hmm. Then you get the whole, you know, still the same part of the isolation story where it's execution time right like they already did all the punishing right they did all the punishing all the like trying to slap sense into people and it's not working but you get to the point where it's like there's no other uh it's self-preservation at this point Uh so this guy can't have anyone else um affecting his steel will right? right like and he still needs some able bodied people to complete whatever mission to the end it would be, whether it be dying a good death or the slim possibility of getting rescued. So, uh-huh. anytime anyone lost their shit the whole long, all, all the way, yeah. he either had to punish them or, until the point was too bad they had to kill them. Yeah. And then it was just him and, and the last dude. So, the last dude who, who went a pretty long while, but then like, the supernatural stuff starts to get him, so obviously he starts breaking it. Maybe, just maybe, now we go to like an actual kind of ghost story, right? Right. But so we get to this point where, um, but all the while, we're still hinted back to that idol, that head, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah, so we're still hinting back to that, and I'm sorry if I'm being a little long-winded. No, 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 I'm pl- please. I'm just, I'm just trying to wrap it all up here. So we're still going back to that kind of mysticism thing, right, which isn't so much supernatural. Yeah. So you start with that kind of mysticism thing. Right. And you go to the isolation you get that the killing everyone now now it's just the two guys right now we yeah. have that you know um what is it uh the guy uh, the egg poe um uh telltale heart yeah you have that with like the the uh, the one guy is like having all these regrets and it's almost like the heartbeat in the floor in the eye. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. He's having that kind of moment. But the other guy is kind of an observer at this point. Right. So like you you have an exer- observer kind of seeing that. And yeah. this guy is mm-hmm. just a, a career monster, right? Like yes. a lifelong monster. Yes. He is one of those people that tests the will of men for his own amusement. Yep. um and it's just you and you're saying like right like the lineage this yes. is what he's been told to do it's what he's yeah. been shown and it's like the glory of being just him yeah. um leads us to our i guess our fourth part which is where we had the mysticism uh-huh. supernatural the isolation tale now yeah. we're in this um i don't want to say fantasy mm-hmm. but it's uh like monolithic um Dread. I, I don't know how else to put it, but um, like you're at this point of like, it's almost adventure. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's almost yes. like this weird adventure style story, yes. but with all the like, uh, it's like playing the game on hardcore at this point. You know, like at right. the end, where you're like, you can't see much, but you still got to go out there and, and find. <laughs> and I, I loved here's what I love the best about towards the end and mm-hmm. this is where I guess I'll wrap up my impressions on it yep. I loved at the end how much um because he says he's combating his uh his sense of like uh you know German will mm-hmm. and his sense of uh uh, uh disdain for the supernatural uh-huh. with he's using that to fight against his I need to explore which is a scientific duality right in a way right yeah. like so like he's using his like German druthers and like I am carved from the rock of the fatherland to fight against his I need to know what's in this temple right yeah Uh and and he gets to the point where he's like it just hits him where he's like that wins out and you see the final breaking point of this kind of character who is like there is no breaking point he's fine with death yeah. he doesn't care about that the, the his only like regrets are like losing the candles
3: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> and like he couldn't he can't see he can't yeah. see what is inevitably going to be his death right. which that's what I took like I was saying how like the metaphor of the light that was dying the whole time mm-hmm. which has yeah. been which has been his lifelong like the light is the vision right yeah. and it's like kind of like laser shine on yeah. all of his goals and everything that's out there yeah. and as it's dimming he finally realizes oh that yeah. connects us to the beginning. Yeah. And he's like, all right, well, that wins. I got to go die in the right. darkness to maybe feel my way around, <laughs> you know? Right. And hopefully yeah. there's fire and creatures in there. We don't know because there's, you know, undulating movement of this gr- green flame. Right. And, uh,.
0: No, I, I, no, that's, I think that's that's a great assessment of it, I, I, and I I like your idea of you know saying that like there's this adventure kind of quality, and it and it's almost like anti-adventure because the only right. thing to be found in there is oblivion, right? So right. there is no treasure to be found. It's just oblivion. So no matter how much you're, you strive, no matter what kind of pedigree you come from, no matter what you try to do, it's like. Here he is. He's he was he's he's just uh, you know a slave to the the motion of the ocean, basically. And then he just he he settles in this old um, you know forgotten city that you know is just there, and it's almost like a, a you know it's almost like a symbol for you know any kind of culture of man that it, uh, that it's like you know no matter how hard you strive, you're only ever going to find oblivion right the
2: end is the end no matter yeah. what
0: yeah and um, even says that it's like you know I'll, at, the, at the very you know I'll still be a German and I'll uh, you know I'll have if I die in a, in a black abyss it's fine because at least I you know strove to the end kind of thing but then yeah. it's like you know he's you know he's that character and I and he finally just realizes well I'm just gonna it's like he realizes but doesn't at the same time it's like he doesn't let himself fully fall away but doesn't matter he's still headed towards oblivion either way whether right. it's
2: it, it, but it's it's almost like you know the whole like pride come before the fall thing oh yeah like you want to say that here right mm-hmm. but the fall is the beginning like you said like yeah the pride like lasted r- long after the fall you know what i mean like yeah it's, it's such a, a a it's 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 a different story it's yeah. like, you know, because most people like it, I'm sure because other ones, you know, editors said to him, like, you can't do this at your ending. You can't say this. Yeah. And at this point, like for them, to, like any of them to publish this, they were probably like, this yes. is nuts, man. <laughs> like
0: They're like, yo, what's up? Dude? Well, I mean, this is I, I, I think there's two things going on there. I mean, I think he wrote this in a specific way, so it could be more palatable to to uh people reading pulps because this did get published in weird tales until five years later but still this is the people don't want the tree you know (laughs) they want something more like this this is a little more hard-boiled and this was also very timely because this was written in 1920 this is you know right after world war one and the germans were not very well liked uh even then yeah um so i think it's you know this guy's I think there's there's definitely some commentary on the Germans with this too it's like the, the, the striving the stri- and they're missing the other stuff you know what I mean yeah. it's like um it's it's very interesting, but I I, I want to just go back a little bit to the um, the ivory sculpture. That's that's the thing. That's like that's like the linchpin. I think right. It's um, all this stuff could be maybe given away to it as like oh it's they're hallucinating. They're it's all this crazy stuff. But they did have that ivory sculpture. That was a thing. Like they yeah. held it right. Yeah. it's the reality. And this is a, a theme that he's going to use later on um, to a much greater degree in the Call of Cthulhu. And then there's uh, dreams in the witch house uses something similar. And there's a few others here and there, but, um, this is certainly a thing. It's like, it, it doesn't let you decide, right? He doesn't let yeah. you decide because it's like, Oh, that could just be hallucination. Uh, well, no, because we have this physical thing in our physical rea- reality that I can hold. So he kind of like lets you teeter there, but it's like, well, I can't decide. Like, yeah, well, that's it the or isn't it
2: right before the whole thing went tits up that yeah. was there, you know, yeah. like,
0: uh-huh. and so now,
2: like now another question, I'm like, was that guy An actual soldier that was Uh with him that had it, or was he a part of that dolphin troop? Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's yeah, that's like those are the questions. Yeah, who can say? And but that's why I think too, this is so good because it almost makes you kind of forget that at the beginning because of this like human story, right? Yeah, Mm -hmm. and all the stuff going around. You can easily, you can easily pass all the stuff that happens off off as just them going mad. Yeah. Right. Towards the end. Sure. And and he even says, like, from here down. Yep. I'm probably crazy. Yep. But, uh, I was, yeah. Yeah. Like, but, but I'm sorry. But no, no. But like you were saying mm-hmm. that was there at the beginning. And yeah. that was real. And that was like, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. So. No, absolutely. And I and I also, um, I think there's also another, just another um, side to that with his perceptions being who he was. You have uh, Mueller, I think his name was. Yeah, the older guy who was the superstitious guy. He looks out the windows and he sees that the, they're victims of all the people they killed because he must have had guilt, right? He yeah. was a guy who had guilt. But the captain looks out, um, Altberg, and he sees dolphins. You know what I mean? So there's yeah. something, you know what I mean? Like, there's you know it, it's i think it's just it's the perception of the individual and there's something that you know maybe there's some kind of like bermuda triangle kind of like uh yeah <laughs> kind of thing i mean it wasn't in the Bermuda, but something that like it affects others differently like he sees dolphins because he's going to see something of the natural world where someone who's you know supernaturally inclined is going to see you know the dead bodies or whatever i, yeah. I just you a
2: la know. event horizon yes you know so yes. yeah or I, silent hell know. very
0: similar right.
2: So, I mean, I what I like to think was that they uh, – because we go back to the current, too, the southbound current, right? Yeah, yep. The, the supernatural, you know. Yep. In in a way, you call it supernatural because it's not normal. It doesn't usually happen. So, like, right. I just go back to I like to think right. that maybe someone on the ship that they sunk yep. had something of this old culture, right? Sure. And, uh, maybe it was some big grievance that he didn't survive right. and it was in the hands of someone that it shouldn't have been. Yeah. And the sea took hold to take it back to the homeland. Like it took, it wanted that piece back maybe to someone right. who shouldn't have been there. Right? right. And that's almost a, um, it's almost like a, a kick in the face to this right. dude who is from the fatherland of Germany, you know? Right. And it's so, uh, you know, you know, just, uh, ironed in on his character so it's like almost a play in the fact of like oh you're so strong in your beliefs let's come here where it's abysmal for you buddy and it's (laughs) you you broke some kind of you know ancient right of you know maintaining this so i there's so much it's it's yeah no talk on this for a long time
0: yeah i kind of had the idea of like when the germans you know that were we have the story of when they come upon that the 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 british ship that they you know torpedo and everything maybe they were in the middle of their version of this story and in their version of the story they find this weird sculpture floating in the water or something and they were in the middle of like their insane thing and the yeah. germans just happened to come along and and like oh torpedo this ship and the other dude you know uh, Casty is out there like yeah. holding on to the thing because he was in the middle of insanity and he yeah. had the thing in his pocket and this is just a thing that happens to sailors that happen to sail over this area you know okay which is, which is Atlantis right yeah and right. because maybe Atlantis because it's sunk they have these maybe there's something supernatural down there where it's like we sunk and we just want to anyone that comes over us that we want them to sink too yeah. so and they get drawn down by this this current
2: I like that too I like that too
0: yeah So, you know, it's, uh, I love the story. It's one of these ones where now we're going to start getting into, uh, stories that have a lot more talking points. Um, and you know, it's, it's great to see us finally get there. Um, but I just wanted to bring up a little thing that I thought was kind of interesting that, um. Uh, in my little research here about the about the story and about you know Atlantis and you know you know you always hear you watch some of these shows like oh what are some of the purported uh, you know locations of Atlantis right well um, so when I said in the beginning of the story that uh, you know these coordinates are going to be important so the coordinates he gives us at the beginning that he thinks that he's at is essentially one of the places that they thought Atlantis was so um, I did a little digging and I found out that there was this uh, paper from 1917 by a guy named uh, Charles uh, Schukert uh, and it was called Atlantis and the permanency of the North Atlantic ocean bottom. And just, you know, long story short, Lovecraft could have read this. It was written in 1917. The story was written in 1920. So he could have read this. And the whole gist of the article was just that this entire region, um, of near the Azores could have possibly been, they, they thought were like the visible ruins, uh, that had just very recently been submerged. But, you know, later on it was disproven. And, um, there was further study showing that this area had actually been submerged for millions of years, so it wasn't true. But I just thought it was kind of cool because I found this article and I was like, "This is where Lovecraft pulled us from." Absolutely, because he wanted us to be at these coordinates. So, just thought it was kind of interesting. No, it's definitely
2: interesting. That could have been that could have been his inspiration. We don't know. I don't know, but it's no. uh, it's definitely. It was great to hear <clears throat> Atlantis in one of his stories. I didn't. I didn't think we were going to go there.
0: No, And I think, um, and you'll see as we go on, I mean, I know where we're going. I mean, you to maybe not so much, but he's still searching. Now we're getting a little more, we're getting a little more uh, content. We're getting like, oh, I like this, you know, the isolation. I like this, this terror that he's building in these, these, these characters. And now he has... These submerged creatures, but it's like I don't know what they are yet. Like we're getting there, we're getting there. He's like, am I gonna use Greek? Maybe I'm still kind of on that Greek thing, but I but now it's a little more. I don't know what's in there, so it's yeah, we're getting there.
2: (laughs) Yeah, so like he he's bringing himself to the precipice of like yes, his ideas and and where we're going, but it yeah, but yeah, no, this is a good one. This is like a thinker and not in the way of like there's so much and so many angles to go because we just like. I don't say we had two like completely different like you know things with it, but like yeah. or thoughts with it. But like we had, I don't know. It was just they they were they were different. But I don't know. It was it was good. I, I really enjoyed it. I yeah. uh, I was locked in. Yeah. Uh, easily, someone could turn this into a, a movie. Like oh, easily. I wish it was. I, it's and right you know there. Where?
0: I would just change one thing. Make it World War Two. <laughs> yeah. It's it's yeah. interesting though, man. I mean, reading this in hindsight, because this is World War One, and we have all this stuff in here. I mean you know Lovecraft didn't li- live to see World War 2 like and it's like these guys already, I mean you could easily just slap swastikas on these guys and they yeah. are, it's it's yeah. it's exactly the same. Right. So um right yeah, but man. you could
2: also you could also keep it World War 1 and just yeah. to show like these guys were dicks back then too, you know. Oh, everyone knows they were.
0: <laughs> A lot well, of sanctions put on Germany not, after World
2: War 1. Not not the not the youth anymore, man. Yeah. Yep. yep. You Youth don't know shit no more, bro. <laughs> as I say it like that.
0: You know, no, it's uh, no, it's 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 good stuff, man. And I'm glad we're getting to a a story like this, and I like how different this was. So last week was the cats of Ulthar. This is so different. Like this is yeah. very modern. Like this is a modern tale. It's it's in. It's very you know, um, you know, it's 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 commenting on things that are happening in the world. You know, just a few years pr- uh, prior. So it's you know it's and it's 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 so good. And it's, it's the modern meets the ancient and all the stuff that's happening and. It's so good. <laughs>
2: and, like, it's almost like an amalgamation of everything I've read so far. Like, it's almost mm-hmm. all in there. And this one, there's, mm-hmm. there almost all of it's in there. We just didn't really get Big Monster or, like, Monster. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. No, this, this is it. That's exactly... It's exactly right. And you'll see, he, he, we get to these stories that like, they, it's like we get to these, like he levels up, right? He gets these, he's like, oh, I took all this stuff that I just put together. Now I'm putting into this, this story. Oh, great. Now I have this. Now he's going to explore a few more themes and he's going to pull it all together for another major story. So it's, um, it's coming together and uh, I'm excited.
2: <laughs> all right. So I guess I uh, will, I'll go for a closing statement here. Okay. All right. I just want to, I want to end my portion of this with, uh, uh-huh he was a bad man to die with
0: (laughs) he was a tough hang
2: (laughs) yeah it was
3: a tough hang
0: yeah no that's 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 you know like we said that was a good that was that was some very interesting insight there in that in that paragraph right and um yeah wartime uh brings some strange things out in people right
2: absolutely and also impending doom well yeah
0: i mean impending doom gets you every time
2: (laughs) (laughs) time. welcome
0: to lovecraft (laughs) all right buddy well i think that's uh that's all the news that's fit to print for the temple um and uh yeah I, i'm glad we got to this story and uh, we got some other great ones coming up in a quick succession so yeah man
2: i love it and i'm um, uh, i'm still here locked in boys boys and girls boils <laughs> and ghouls sure, sure, sure and i gotta say hey i want to i do want to shout out everyone we've had a a very solid like we we went back to our old format of separating this yes. podcast from the other one and we've had yeah, new listeners guys thank you so much yes, for tuning you. in we've we've had a very very good uh, a steady stream of uh of uh listens and downloads per day and guys we're just going to keep going we're going to keep getting better and i i really appreciate you guys coming on this ride of jay holding my hand through the terror that is HP Lovecraft's work.
0: Yeah, and you know what? I've never led a podcast before, so this is all new for me too. I know this stuff, but you know, actually sitting down and this is turning into a college course for me. Yeah. Uh, it's a, it's, it's great though. I really love it, and it's I get to see Ken experience some of these stories for the first time, and we're having a good time. But yeah. hey, we're um, you know, we're on Instagram, um, we're also on Facebook, but Instagram is our most um, uh, our most active uh social media outlet. So if you're on there, you know, give us a shout out. You know, yeah. tell us how we're doing, even if it's yeah. that we're doing bad, or you want to give us some constructive criticism, please please feel free.
2: <laughs> yeah. Or if you just want to be like, yeah, this dude, Ken is an idiot. You know? Yeah. We that. like that too. I'm fine. Or I'm, I'm an fine. idiot. Sure.
0: Yeah. Oh. I don't know,
2: yeah. but I'm good with it. Thanks. And once again, thanks everyone. The lovers, the haters, all of you. yeah. You. We love it all. Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right, then uh, that's, uh, that'll be it for this episode of learning Lovecraft. I've been Jason McKittrick and I've been Ken James, and we'll see you on the other side. of sleep.